You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Okay, before we dive into this episode, I'm so excited to share with you guys one of my favorite mom-owned businesses, and it's called Fun in the Box. They offer quality seasonal subscription boxes for kids that my boys totally love and they cannot wait until they get their next one. And they also have a product called the Birthday Box. Now this makes birthday giving easy, so easy, and a total hit for ages newborn to 12. The website's funintheboxkids.com and you're going to love this product because it's going to save you time, save you a trip to the local store. There's no wrapping required. Every box is just full of surprise. The box is reusable. There's incredible savings as well. You get a lot more for less. And these the products that are in the box, like the moms will love them, like their mom approved, but the kids will also have so much fun. And they offer shipping in both Canada and the U.S., So go check out funintheboxkids.com and support a mom-owned business. Hey everyone, I am here, cozy, like really, really cozy with my team. We are all touching and super close. Uh, And we are at, we're at Carrots and Dates. We're here every Wednesday uh, to support each other, to bring our goals to life. And it truly is living the hashtag women supporting women. And just this morning, I was really thinking more about this because of course, I've run across some women in my life who, who don't necessarily get that, but sometimes they also promote that hashtag. So I wanted to open up this conversation to um, the fellow entrepreneurial women next to me of um, you know different, you know, definitely multifaceted entrepreneurs who are experienced in both traditional business, freelance, working in direct sales, and on their own. Um, just to really have an open, honest conversation about what that actually means, because we can have a lot of talk that sounds really nice, but why should we actually support one another, and what does that look like? Um, so as I turn the mic to each of my friends here, um, maybe you guys can just introduce yourselves and just say who you are, what you do, and what it means for you to be a woman who supports other women. Janet? Oh, I get to start. Yay. <laughs> so I'm Janet Whitson. Um, I am a stay-at-home mom of three, and I'm also a Zaya Active brand rep and a USANA associate. Um, I'm working on building my empire. <laughs> you are, girl. <laughs> um, I'm super, super passionate about health and fitness and um, helping women to um, be confident in their own skin and prioritize themselves and their, um, their health. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why these two companies align so well with with that passion. So, um, but as far as women supporting women, I think so often um, women will say it, but they don't actually because there's sort of this sense of <laughs> I'm having the microphone pushed further and further towards me. <laughs> Get closer. <laughs> Um, so there's almost this sense of, like, when we think of success, yeah. um, it's almost a, um, a measure of being better. Not mm. so much, like, reaching a certain goal, but it's reaching something that's better than someone else, and that's success. And so it's hard to support another woman. To become better. Yeah, to become better when you're trying to be better. Mm-hmm. Right? That I, think comes, that, I think, comes from that belief system that there's, like, a finite amount of 
goodness. Like if I if I'm successful, that means that I'm successful like at the cost of other people, because there's only like a certain amount of success. Whereas we can all have it. It doesn't have to be like I'm successful, and that means that this person's not. And like and again, the measure of success, like what I think is successful, is different than what Mm -hmm. someone else thinks. We're successful on different levels. Yeah. And no competition is bad competition. Yes, that was just Nikki Hillis speaking a moment ago. I'm going to pass the mic back to Janet. (laughs) Success could be that gold star chart. Yes, that gold star (laughs) chart. (laughs) In the bedroom. (laughs) We'll elaborate later. (laughs) Do you have anything else you want to add on this subject? No, I think, oh, yes and no. Um, Have you been able to, like, we can all be super honest, right? Like, I will add to this too in a, in a moment, but has have you been able to live it confidently? Or has there been areas where it's been harder? I feel like there's almost yes and no because, like you said, there's women that will say it, yeah. but not actually do it in practice. Yeah. Um, and so it's that challenge of um, trying to figure out who's real and who's not and just mm-hmm. living it yourself, right? Yeah. And being... Um, be the change. Be, yeah, be the change and be mm-hmm. the cheerleader and yes. not, not the competitor. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm going to pass the phone to my left to Megan, my mm-hmm. South African friends. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Megan. I'm from South Africa, recently moved here. I've got two little ones and a husband. When We live in Windsor. Um, I'm a medical esthetician at a newly opened spa in Windsor. My take on women, empowering women, I feel like we have competition on different levels. I feel like I don't compete with anyone else, but I'm happy for everyone else. Mm -hmm. I always wish them well in their successes and I'm there to help them in any way. But then it comes to, oh, after two children you lose your memory, you see. I forgot completely what I was going to say. Um, about the... It's all good. The competition side. I was saying something in the competition side. I can't remember what I was going to say. Like, so you, you feel that you could genuinely, um, like, see another woman succeed in your field and be like, whoa, you go, girl? Like, is how does yes. it feel? And if someone's feeling down, you're there to bring them up. Like, that's empowering one another to feel better. Like, to be there not only as a friend, but as a support system as well. And have you known that to serve you well or to be a detriment, that whole way of thinking? It depends. Some people who don't think like that will take you for granted. So they'll only know you when they need you. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to being in competition with others, I'm in competition with myself Mm -hmm. because I want to better myself. Coming from where I come from, I have a spa back home in South Africa still. Mm -hmm. And it's tough. The economy is very bad there. So... To enable my spa to be better than everyone else's in a good way, I had to offer different things and make sure that I was above it. Like mm-hmm. I was on top of knowing what's the latest. Yeah. What can I offer that's different to everyone else mm-hmm. to make them want to come to me? Yeah. So that also comes in speaking and being friends with other spa owners. Okay. as well and then feeding off them okay so i'm so taking from that it's not a bad that, competition yeah i'm taking from that like be unique compete with yourself yes find your own strengths 
Um, and if you are only competing with yourself, then you don't really have competition. Correct. Right? Because you're looking to bring your, your unique gifts, talents, passions to yes. the world. And then you could lean in and collaborate with quote unquote competition. Yes. Because, so you up your own game. Yes. Okay. I love that. Thank you, Megan. You're welcome. <laughs> Next up is Thais. Thais, you're going to have to get close, my soft-spoken friends. <laughs> she's shaking her head. That means that she's trying to withhold her wisdom. <laughs> okay, so Thais, tell them who you are, where you're from. Okay, so I'm Thais. I'm from Brazil. I've been here for 20 years. Um, I had to find myself a whole new career when I came. I stayed home for, I was a flight attendant. I didn't know this. Yes. So I only worked for about six months and then I came to Canada to learn English and be able to fly internationally and ended up in Windsor, uh, learned English, tried to find a job, but I had to learn French and that didn't happen. So, well, to work at uh, Air Canada, okay, you okay, have okay. to learn French. Yes. And I said, no, I can't, can't do that right now. Yeah. And so I had two kids, and I stayed home with them until they went to school. Mm -hmm. And then I had to figure out what I was going to do. And I think passion for beauty and having two girls kind of threw me, you know, in the direction of the beauty industry and I went to become an esthetician and that's how I met a lot of women uh, and I worked in the environment with a lot of women for about nine years and you find all kinds of people you know you find people trying to compete you find people with like trying to be better than you and not supporting you in any way but you also find people who want to make you feel better and grow yourself um, and then the past couple months I was trying to find something new and I ended up uh, in the same place as Megan. Now we work in the same spa and I think we have a really good group. It's, yes, only, really it's only five of us and we all have our own different uh, abilities and different... Um, yes. And and treatment wise and we all support each other like yesterday I had a client and just doing her nails and she uh, and I was telling her about all this other services that we do there and I showed her the makeup uh, permanent makeup and Megan is the one who does that she came and talked to her about it and that's how we kind of support each other there so it's a really good environment and happy to there. be there yeah okay so you're raising two teenage women yes right so I think I don't have that opportunity to mm -hmm. teach, you know, young women, well, maybe my nieces, but, you know, to teach them how not to compete with each other. Mm -hmm. So how have you done that as a mom or do you have any insight there? Uh, I have two girls and they are very different from each other. You think, I think having two kids or three or how many, you, you think you kind of raise them the same because you're in the same house and but they have their own personalities and they are very different. Um, nowadays, it's, it's really hard with internet and oh, TikTok yeah, and Snapchat and all that kind of stuff. And it's for, for yes, life. it is, it, it's, it's really hard. nine and she's already like 
wants to do TikTok. And, I know, my son too. And I'm like, oh there's a lot goodness, of inappropriateness no. yes. up in and there. YouTube. Yeah. Oh my God, everyone wants to be a YouTuber. Yes. Okay, yeah. so that's a conversation, like raising children right now in the age of social media. It's like, how many subscribers, how many likes, any insight there, Thais? Um, I think it, it's hard. My girls are now 17 and 14, so there is a lot that they've already seen and they know what's yeah. right, what's wrong. And you kind of have to trust them a little bit that they are on the right path and yeah. watching the right things. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, wrong things. <laughs> I see their the fundamentals, basically. I yes. know, but oh, you know, I the see Lord. their posts and I, I see them, they, they have good pos positive thoughts. And yeah. uh, last night my youngest daughter just said she did her TikTok account uh, public. Okay. So, and she wants to be famous on okay. TikTok. So, we'll see. We'll see so how that goes. Go I know. Watch your TikToks. <laughs> um, in terms of protecting our children on social media, that's going to have to be a podcast that we bring on an expert because yeah. I definitely, mm -hmm. it's definitely <laughs> on my mind. Um, I'm going to pass this mic to Nikki Hillis, who is an upcoming guest on the podcast. We'll be diving in for a good 45 minutes with her. Uh, she is a life coach. She owns a local Pilates and yoga studio called Breathe. And you, you do many things. She also has a school in Haiti and uh, definitely admire her in many ways. So I'm going to pass the mic and uh, we're going to talk more about women supporting women. Ooh, okay. Women supporting women. What do I have to say about this topic? <laughs> um, I would say that I think the cornerstone of women supporting women, um, I think we've talked a lot about like in... Um, in terms of career, mm -hmm. but I think the actual cornerstone comes into more about how we live our everyday lives. So kind of like, what do you do when no one is watching? So um, women supporting women comes into being like, not gossipy about each other or not judging when we notice our neighbor doing something or if we think that they're you know that we notice that they that they have a babysitter coming over every night, or you know if. Why would that be a bad thing? Like, could you imagine judgment on other women? Like, I don't understand. Like, when I became a mom, I was like, I'm never judging a mom, ever. You know, like I think that's how we learn. That's how we learn. Because I, we all judged at one point until we grow up, and we're always growing up and always changing and evolving. I think too, I think judgment is, it all comes down to like your perception too, right? Like we all have perceptions about other people's lives, which is why I think um, when we talk about success and competition, it's, it's really hard because you're only going to be able to come from what you've experienced in your life. So if you grew up without a mother or if you grew up without, you know, a, a sister or whatever, the way that you interact with other people is going to be different. Um, if I'm used to having a very frank conversation, if I'm a very blunt person, which I am, that can come off to someone who's very soft and sensitive as being unkind or harsh, yeah. even though that's just the way that I present myself. Yeah. Um, and, and I think how, how we support women is just in how we have those sort of hidden things where if, if someone comes into the break room 
and discloses about how they're having a tough time when they leave we're not all like oh what a mess or you know um, or we're not talking about that person behind their backs I think that that's supporting women I, th I think we think about it as like you know just buying from each other or, or coming to each other's events I think that's a huge part but I think also it's like so for example my I, my husband um, co-parents very well with his ex-wife and so I am very conscious of like allowing that relationship just to be what it is for example like he messaged today to say you know his ex messaged him today to say that the kid tried meatloaf or something and I'm thinking to myself like like I want to swear but like who the, who the f cares like why are we messaging at seven in the morning to say the kid ate meatloaf but instead I'm just like that's great like nurturing that relationship yeah. because I wouldn't have my husband and my husband wouldn't be who it was without this other woman True. and as much as I maybe disagree with some of the things that have gone on or go on between them I do my very best to be like supportive because that's my stepson's mom and like things like that and that takes takes work like it takes effort to really love another woman who traditionally I have been taught to hate like my hate. Yeah. my ex-husband yeah. loved his wife like he didn't or my current husband loved his wife like he didn't want the relationship to end he really tried really hard to maintain it and he was really hurt by it and he had a lot of trust issues when we got together and yeah. things like that so um in order to like he wouldn't be who he is and he wouldn't be the great guy and I wouldn't have fallen in love with him without her. And traditionally, I would have been taught to have this really antagonistic relationship. And sometimes I do get a little jealous. Like when I when I got, <laughs> he added me as a Facebook friend, I kind of like did that deep dive, oh, which you should dive. never do, where you like <laughs> scroll right to like 2010. And it was funny. He, he gave me flowers and he put them in a vase and the vase was like from their second year anniversary and I saw that in the deep dyes and I wanted to take that vase and like check it like how dare you give me flowers in the same vase but I was just like okay let's just so he probably didn't even know he probably just grabbed this vase out of the thing meanwhile I'm gonna sound like a super stalker who's like this is from 2010 that you gave your wife for your second anniversary but I was just like okay Nikki like let's get it under control right because really that comes down to my insecurities my fears my whatever right so because they're both moved on and happy so it's just about like kind of a like so and and that's what I mean when I think about supporting women is because we're all gonna make mistakes like I'm gonna offend somebody I'm going to say the wrong thing I'm gonna make a judgment or something without somebody and I think in this day and age it's like we don't allow people to make those mistakes it's like you are dead to us like you make a mistake forget about it like you know and I think that comes down just from like being heard and being scared and being vulnerable and all those things and I think we just need to allow more room for people to learn and grow obviously if you have someone who's continuing to hurt you or continuing to make these mistakes maybe that's someone you don't want in your life but this whole idea of like this person's going through a hard time they're being a bit harsh toxic like let's cut them out of our lives is really it's really tough yeah. and I think we need to just have more be more supportive of people when they're not at their best and even if it means giving them space and you can't be around that kind of energy for a while but allowing them to go through what they're going through because it, if someone's going through a divorce and they see you really happy, like 
that and and that's when it's like again supporting women like can I be happy for you when things aren't going for me if my if I'm struggling in my business can I be happy for your business when it's thriving if I'm struggling in my marriage can I be happy for your marriage when it's thriving like that's the work I think of being a good woman is to to understand that someone else's happiness isn't your failure or whatever I think that's the real that's when we're really supporting each other is those moments Boom. Krista? No, no. Like, I can't follow that. I can't. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Krista Kay, the domestic ginger. I'm here with this amazing group of beautiful, beautiful, inspiring women. Like, looking around this table, there's, like, everybody's bringing something different to the table, but in such an authentic, beautiful way. Like, everyone's just so, I don't know. I'm just... Sparkly, and I, yeah, I'm kind of gonna go with Mike. Not, not, not a good look. It's cute. I love it. I love it, Krista. I love it. We're talking about you're referring to the visual content. My what? Oh, um, so Krista Rialba is wearing a sherpa that is fuchsia pink sweater. And it has flip switch ho 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 sequins down the front in blue and green with um, some candles maybe on top of the O's and some Santa hats and like. I think it's supposed to look like a reindeer. Oh, a reindeer, yes. It's a wreath with a bow. I mean, in theory, it's cute for an ugly sweater, but I wouldn't sport it every day. Too, and that just well, makes it. that makes it. That makes it. And you know what? At the end of the day, I love her no matter what. I love her no matter what because she's her. It's it's good. It's perfect. But you would tell me if I was about to go on stage, like Krista, let's let's consider. A I would never change. let you wear that on stage. We would consider a wardrobe change. But for like a, a meeting gathering like this, it's Christmas time. Sure, why not? You know, be festive. Be be yes. Own it. You love it. It's great. But. You're not gonna go speak to 50 people. Fine, fine. Okay, we like on, on stage. <laughs> so I walked in late to this conversation. So yeah. catch me up. Okay. So one of the one of the things that really are, is important to you is community and yeah. being around women. So, it really is. Um, but a lot of women are also intimidated by that idea. Yep. So, so can you share what being around a community of women who lives by this principle of, of actually embodying the hashtag women supporting women, what that has brought to your life. Awesome. Okay. So being a teacher by trade, I have experienced um, being around a lot of you know female energy in the teaching world. And something that always kind of struck me was like oh yeah you know we're here to support you we're here to help you with your lesson plans and you know share ideas and you know in my teaching career of 15 years there were maybe only three teachers that actually meant that where they would share and support because other teachers felt like I was if I would ask for something it's like you're stealing my hard work rather than taking it improving it, changing it, giving it back for them to take it and improve it and change it and give it back and to share it to somebody else. 
you know, it's like the, the whole kind of piece of one brain is not as functioning or as good as multiple brains at like diving into a task. And when we're talking about educating children, it's so important that we are taking all of the ideas to try to create something that is going to help these children to be the future leaders of the world. And if it's just one person doing that, well, that one person isn't contributing all of the thoughts and ideas to that child. So in teaching, you know, I just, like, I would share everything I had with everybody that came in. That's just in my nature. But I didn't feel that I was experiencing that on the other side. And my husband would often say to me, he's like, Krista, you have to stop giving so much. You're burning out because you're giving and you're never receiving. And I was kind of like, okay, but I don't care because I would rather help others get better or improve or think differently or it came naturally to me like it was it was easy um and so then you know when kind of things hit the fan when my son was born with all of his medical condition and six days old you know he's in cardiac arrest and I'm kind of in this new found world of motherhood where I need a lot of support because I have a four and a half year old at home with a new baby who is, you know, stopping breathing multiple times an hour and his heart is stopping multiple times an hour and there's resuscitation that has to go on. Like I needed support. And this grouping of teacher friends just started to kind of vanish. I didn't have a pool of girlfriends that I could say, and just have a meltdown. I'm having a really bad day. I need help. It's it's very emotional for me to go back and relive that. And a lot of it came from, I have reflected and I don't um, hold grudges against any of them, but I have reflected and realized that it was fear for them to not know how to help or to not know what to say. And that's okay. It's okay. I know, I'm so sorry. I'm so, it's, it's just, it's emotional. And so finding this community of women, it means so much to me because I would do anything to support another human being. And no matter where they lie within, you know, business or friendship or acquaintance or somebody's mother's grandmother like it doesn't matter to me it's like if you need help I'm there if I if I can I'm there and I I feel that that is what women supporting women really is about it's it's without expectation without any expectation at all of circumstance or oh well I don't know that person very well so I'm not going to do anything you still can contribute with a thought with a little message to the person that is more directly connected to them it's still supporting them you know and just reaching out that's all I got amazing love <laughs> okay um I just want to close off this podcast um, with this idea here, you guys. Um, 
fear and love can exist at the same time. That is a, a, just a golden principle. Where does that come from? I don't know. How did I learn that? Maybe from yoga teaching? I don't know. But fear and love cannot exist at the same time. So what does that look like? So in Krista's, Krista K's example just now, so her friends who were assuming that they're good people, um, you know, they were fearful of, that, of the situation of, you know, of being around a sick child and how to support her. So they couldn't bring like unfiltered love, right? They were too afraid, right? So if we go back to even like the, the, uh, the first episodes of this podcast and I was sharing um, my experience at the PTA meetings, right? And again, all of those women in the room um, are moms just like me who are there because they love their children. But the, the feeling of love and support and collaboration could not exist because there was a fear of judgment, a fear of change, a fear of not being good enough. And that is why I did not feel welcomed with open arms, right? Because I'm coming in with this new energy and that makes people uncomfortable, right? Um, also, um, there was a situation that goes back maybe about, maybe about, I would say six or seven years ago. And to be honest, uh, she was actually on this podcast as a guest and uh, her and I have come full circle. Um, but there was a situation where a lot of us felt that um, you know, that we didn't like her business practices and uh, we were all very much in a fear-based state on how she was behaving. She wasn't behaving wrong, but she had a more masculine energy when it came to business that we were not, you know, comfortable with. So we were all very much in a fear-based state of like of protecting our business and we, we could not see through the lens of um, empathy at the same time, knowing, okay, what background did she come from? Why did she feel this, um, this need to succeed at any cost, right? And, and we were all, we all came together, me and all these other leaders, and we were all up in arms. And it was our mentor who said to us, each and every one of you ladies go out there and you talk about about seeing the light in others, seeing the good in others, bringing the good in others, but you're not taking the time to see the good in her, right? And it hit me at least like so profoundly because it's like, whoa, we're so caught up in our story of how we were done wrong in this place of fear and lack that we could not step outside ourselves to say, okay, where is the love? Where is the community? Where is the empathy in the situation? Once we were able to go to that, we were able to get back to a place of creation and collaboration and abundance. But when you're holding thoughts of fear, of competition, you're literally blocking abundance from your life, right? Um, and I'll just also add like, we're gonna come to, to different situations in life and business where we're going to be in conflict with other women. It could be our sister, it could be our mother, it could be someone we're working with, um, whatever. But we, I still have to live and embody the hashtag women supporting women and to understand that what, what is going on in her world, right? Um, one day at the grocery store, I totally had a total freak out on a complete stranger. <laughs> And it was, it was when I was like postpartum with, with Curtis and I, and I think I just was like, um, 
like craving like conflict, you know? Um, and only if that woman knew, you know, how I was feeling inside, it had nothing to do with her. So anyways, thank you guys all so much for being here. And this is a bonus episode. I just wanted to share more conversation on this topic, women supporting women. Um, head over to our Facebook group and let's keep this convo going. Thank you to all the ladies who are here. And um, I'll be putting in the show notes links to um, their social media so you can connect with them individually too. Bye, everyone. sign off here. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. It was totally unplanned and uh, just shout out to all the women who I totally put on the spot and dove into this topic. I would love to know what you think as well. I'd love to know your opinion, your experience, your advice and insight on this topic. Please head over to our Facebook group. The link will be in the show notes and let's dive into this topic further. Also be sure to check out funintheboxkids.com and support our very first sponsor. Thanks for being here and I look forward to the next episode.